Blake Lindsay. I'm happy you're here for the Ziegler Inspire podcast. Bring somebody with you every week. Today, we have chosen to share with you some more from Zig's colleague, Brian Flanagan. Brian has been in the sales profession for over 30 years and brings a wealth of knowledge, passion, and humor to his teaching. Today, he's going to discuss the importance of having a sales process. Do you have a process you use when you're selling to your prospects? Let's listen in on a sales class as Brian teaches the trust process. At the top of your page, you have this statement, first understand, then be understood. That has too many words for salespeople. <laughs> so we want to, let's reduce that to three words. Here's what it means. Listen, and it's nothing to sneeze at, thank you. Listen, then explain. What this really means is listen, then explain. Well, what do you listen to? You're tuned into one radio station. And I don't care how much the sales profession has changed and evolved and revolved. You still need to go back to that one radio station. Your customer, your prospect, your suspect is tuned into one radio station. WIIFM. What's in it for me? We've got to tune into WIFM. What's in it for me? And until and unless you do that, you're not going to make the sale. You're not going to grow that account. You may make a sale, but you're not going to make a livelihood. So what we want to do is make sure that we tune in. Well, let me tune in. Let me take a moment here and practice what I preach. I'd like to have a little group participation here, if you would. I would like to ask you outcomes. Let's pretend that you could leave this recording with one or two sales skills that would really help you. It may be a sales concept, it may be a technique, but if you could leave the room with one or two sales skills, what would they be? Somebody volunteer some of those, if you would. Yes, sir. Better listener. I'm sorry? Better listener. I'm sorry? Better listener. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So listen. Thank you. Oh, you a tape. Listen more effectively. Thank you. What else? If you could walk. Yes, ma'am. Productivity increase. Productivity increase. And what area, how, what area of your sales would you like to productively increase? What would you like to get better? What specific skill? Is it closing? Is it objections? Is it questioning? Closing. Okay, closing. I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's not sanitary. Okay, we'll take closing. What else? What would you like to, what would you like to improve? One thing you can improve upon, what would it be? Yes? Consistency. Consistency. All right. What else? Thank you. Overcoming obje objections. Overcome objections. One more. Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Jump back. Establishing value. Yeah, those are great ones. Let, let's just pick one. I'll, and I'll pick objections because I am struggling with objections. In my growth spurt, in my growth chart, Objections. I'm very consciously aware of objections. So let's take objections. The gentleman here, your name? Neil. Neil? I'm going to write objections on the chart here. Everybody is now named Neil. What I want to do, I want to role model three things. I want to role model questioning skills, and I want to role model finding your dominant buying motive. What I'm about to do is a group, and that's very placid because, because not everybody's named Neil, but now everybody's going to pretend that they're Neil, and I'm asking you this question, so pop up the answers if you would. I would like to get to your dominant buying motive 
by asking questions. I also want to contract with you, my customer, so that I'll know that I'm delivering and establishing value, that I can increase my productivity, that I can be consistent. So Neil's, everybody's name Neil. Neil, if in fact you could overcome objections, what's the benefit to you? I'm sorry? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not what Neil's told me. Neil said he wanted to overcome objections. You mean he really didn't want to overcome objections? What he really wanted was more sales. See, that's what your customers tell you. So for me to establish value and to get to the dominant buying motive, I need to ask some more questions. So Niels, if in fact you overcame objections more effectively and you closed more sales, why is that an advantage? Ah, so, okay, thank you very much at last. Mo money. Everybody wants more money. That's not a turn on. I've got to find out. So, Neil, if in fact you manage the objections so that you can make more sales, that would lead to more money. What would you do with the money? money. I'm sorry? And if you had a better lifestyle, how would you feel? Okay, guys, right here, let's stop right here. Neil's, what you said is that you want to manage objections more professionally so that you can make more sales, so that you can make more money, so that you would have a better lifestyle. And if you had a better lifestyle, you would feel great. Pay attention here. This is what we sell. What? We sell great? Nope. You and I sell feelings. Oh, Brian, you don't stand my market, man. I'm in the land development business. These guys haven't felt since 1975. <laughs> in Zig's best-selling book, the only sales book ever to make it to the New York Times bestseller list, in that book, Zig says, selling is nothing more than a transference of feeling. Guys, if I can get you to feel the way I do about the Zig Ziglar Corporation, I will have a customer for life. In 1988, after four and a half years of living my dream, my ideal became my ordeal. Don't let it get to this way. I put my career ahead of my family. almost lost my family. Don't do that. That was wrong. Bad role model. Bad, bad, Brian. Bad. I left Zig for a couple of years. I never left the feeling that he gave me from the books and tapes and the time I've been around Zig and his philosophy. And my point to us all is that's exactly what we sell. Even to the analyticals, we sell feelings. In one of these modules, you'll find out that we sell to different people differently. And the analyticals of the world don't make as many emotional decisions, which is accurate, but we still have to involve feelings. Guys, that's what you do. If you can understand a customer as a person, not as a unit of production, you're ahead of the game. If you know the person better than you know your product, you separate yourself from competition. That is a selling difference. And what we want to do is understand this is big. Yes, you told me that you wanted to start with objections, but you really wanted the, what's under there is the benefit to you. Listen, then explain. People may want carpet, they may want cars, they may want real estate. Why? What does it do for them? That's what we've got to communicate. And when I understood this concept, I became more valuable as a sales professional. Here's the concept. This is our definition of selling. Your customers have goals. I'm sorry, I cannot reach goals for my customers. I can't do it for my family. I can't do it for my customers. I can't reach your goals today. Only you can do that. But this is why you and I have a living. This is why we have a livelihood. Customers have goals. You know why we win in a free enterprise system? 
is that we put our customer in the best vehicle to reach his or her goals. If you can find out your customer's goals and you can put them in the best vehicle to reach their goals, our economic, our free enterprise system says you deserve that business. Guys, if we don't do that, we don't deserve their business as sales professionals. And if your competitor comes along, Brand X comes along and finds their goals and puts them in a better vehicle to reach those goals, they deserve their business. Therefore, what I'm trying to illustrate to you is how to go through this questioning technique to find their goals. And I promise you that'll help you establish value and you'll separate yourself from the competition. Brian, how do I use this? I'll tell you how to use it. You get your talking pad, you get a plain piece of paper. Do not, for those of us who sell product, do not go into a customer on the first call and bring your product. Bring an open mind and a blank sheet of paper, not the other way around. But bring an open mind and a blank sheet of paper. Take the paper out and say, Mr. Prospect, what we like to do, we pride ourselves in this, we like to find out customers' goals. Let me draw this oval in the upper left-hand corner, as I've done here on the flip chart. And then I'm going to make a little tail coming off the oval. I'm going to write the word goals in the oval. Mr. Prospect, we pride ourselves in identifying your goals, your needs, your issues, and your concerns. And then we work very hard to put you in the best vehicle to reach those goals. Mr. Prospect, I need to ask you a few questions so that I can find out your goals, so that I can match what we do to really what you need. Sir, I can show you my catalogs. You can go to our website. I can leave my catalog. Stop me if you see something you like. <laughs> but what I'd like to do is put my catalog behind my back and say, Mr. Prospect, where's the pain? And if that pain went away, what's the benefit to you? Now watch and listen to this question. We'll talk about questions on, an, on another module. Listen to the difference. Stephanie, if I could save you money, would you buy from me, 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 me? Would you buy from me? That's what we do. If I could save you money, you would buy from me. Now listen for the difference. Stephanie, if there were a method of means in a system whereby you could save money, what's the benefit to you, 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 you? Is there a difference there? Of course there is. Where's the center of attention? On one, it's me. On the other, it's her. That's what this chart is supposed to do for you. It allows you to find out their goals to put them in the driver's seat. That concept has closed a lot of business for us. Understand that what we're trying to do is match what we do with the customer's needs, but they are more concerned with their needs than your needs. Questions, answers, comments, snide remarks on this. That's perfectly vague. <laughs> Digest this. Talk this over with your buddy. Get, get with somebody at lunch today. Talk it over with your sales manager. Get a coworker. If you, if you work alone, if you're an entrepreneur and you work alone, find a mate somewhere. Find another soulmate somewhere, and you need to sound this off of someone so that you'll have an understanding of how to implement it in your business. No questions, answers, or comments, all right? I'll, I'll take your word for it. To do that, to find this out, we have a process. If you'll turn to the next page, you will see a five-step process called TRUST, T-R-U-S-T. T-R-U-S-T is our sales process. Now, if I asked you your process, you would have a process. Everybody in this room has a process. I just happen to put an acrostic to it, and it's spelled trust. First stage, think. You've got to think, what are my call objectives? What am I trying to accomplish? How do I complete this? I research, I analyze, I study, I ask questions. I review the history of the account. If you're in a situation where it's more retail and you don't have that information, then you've got to think. Every time somebody comes in, what am I trying to accomplish? What am I trying to get on this particular interaction? Think. Number two, relate. If you can't get through the relate stage, you can't get any further. 
If people don't trust you, they're not going to open up the kimono and say, here are my needs, here's what's happening with my current supplier, they're doing this, they're, they're not going to do that. They're going to play it close to the vest. So understand that you need to relate. Put a star by the you. Put a star by the you, because this is huge. Uncover the needs. You must spend more time, you must spend more time in this stage than the other stages. And the reason it is, is that this is an elongated stage. Identify their needs, issues, and concerns so that you, by asking appropriate questions so you can move through the process. You know what you want to do? You're the same thing I want to do. I want to do this too, and I know better. I want to move from stage two relating. Hi, good to see me, isn't it? What do you think of me? I want to move right into this is what we have to offer you. Take time in stage three. Stage four, sell the solution. This is where you're making your sales presentation. Don't make your sales presentation before the guy or gal is ready to hear your sales presentation. And it's amazing whether you're selling intangibles or tangibles, we still have that tendency to jump on our presentation without thinking and listening and understanding what their goals are. What are they trying to achieve? Fourth step is sell the solution. You do that through recommending your benefits in a value-centered manner. And the last thing you do is close. You take action. You're trying to reach closure on this thing. And Zig will share some great closing techniques and stories with you on how to do that that fit any personality in here, but those are the, that's the five-step process. A couple of things on this process. Number one, trust the process. If it's not my process, that's fine, but trust your process. The problem is if we don't have a process, we can't make an adjustment on a call. Recently in the World Series, two guys from the Diamondbacks we're throwing BBs at the New York Yankees. If you're in that batter's box and you're left-handed and Randy Johnson's throwing BBs from 60 feet away, the only way to adjust to hit Randy Johnson is to adjust to your skills. If you don't have any skills, you can't adjust. And the same is true with a process. You need to adjust to the process. You need to know your process. Now here's the other, this is big. You may want to write this one down. Your process relieves pressure from the person. Your process relieves pressure from the salesperson. If you have a process, there's not as much pressure on you. The process relieves pressure from the person. Think about all that you heard from Brian. Are you asking questions of your prospects? Putting emphasis on them or yourself? Do you have a process you follow or do you just kind of wing it? If you would like to learn more from Brian, you're in luck. Just go to our website at Ziegler.com. Check out the upcoming sales class in June here in Dallas, Texas, where we'd love to have you visit us. Until next time, I'm Blake Lindsay. Live your life to the fullest. Ziegler. 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 Inspiring true performance.